Welcome to another episode of the Word of God by M. Today, we are going to talk about our children and the different aspects and perspectives that the Bible raises about them. And as usual, I will share with you my personal experience in this area, as well as my failures and success. Children according to the Bible. According to the Bible, children are a blessing. Psalm 127 verse 3 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Based on this verse, we can understand God's perspective on children. Children are an inheritance from God. No matter the circumstances surrounding a pregnancy, children will always be a blessing from God. It may be that the circumstances in the moment or the way in which a pregnancy occurs may make us think that a pregnancy is a misfortune or an accident, and in the worst case, even a curse. But I want to tell you that although that may be your perspective, it certainly isn't God's. Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14 says, For you created my inmost being, You need me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to know that God knows every baby that is born into the world since they were an embryo. We are the ones who do not understand the value of human life. Did you know that the mothers of Steve Jobs and Andrea Bocelli, the great tenor, one day thought of terminating their pregnancies? As well as the mother of famous soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo, singer Justin Bieber, or Reverend Jesse Jackson? Believe me, A child is never too much. Once a mother had 13 children and became pregnant again with what would be her 14 pregnancy. And she went to ask for advice to see if she should have an abortion, if it was justifiable. But a man of God told her, don't do it. This mother loved that daughter with all her heart. Once she was born, she was taking care and loved every day and every night. We are talking about the singer Celine Dion. 
Celine Dion was her mother's 14th child. Many times we see teenagers who become pregnant and that are convinced by friends to have an abortion without, without knowing that they are causing a wound that will never heal for the rest of their lives. An example of this would be the mother of the well-known actor, Jack Nicholson. By now, you are probably thinking that, that I only gave you examples of celebrities. Well, I want to give you an example that is near and dear to my heart. My grandson, whom I love with all my heart, came into the world when we least expect. It was a surprise for everyone, but especially for my daughter, who at the time was focused on college. There are so many things I could tell you, but the main thing is that both my daughter and her husband are experiencing the happiest moments of their lives today. And I am the happiest grandfather in the world. We just have to believe God and hold onto His Word. I am not here today to tell you whether abortion is a sin or not, because that's not the approach I want to take in this episode. But I do want to tell you that abortion is something that is necessary unless it pertains to the health of the mother and is something that is outside of God's will. Now, I would like to address the issue of parenting. Today, after being blessed with four children, I can tell you that there is no science more inexact than parenting. However, the Bible gives us a guideline to follow in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Instruct the child in his way, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. We must teach our children to love God with all their hearts. This love is only taught through example. If they see us love God, read and pray, they will learn to love what we love. However, after having four children of my own, I can tell you that Christianity isn't something that you can shove down someone's throat. Be careful not to saturate your children with religiosity, with meaningless rules as a, result, as a result of the occurrences of some religious leader. More often than not, this will only drive them away. 
It is also important to know that our children require a very important thing from us, and that's our time. Time to play, talk, laugh, cry, and time to allow them to get to know you better and for you to know them. There is no doubt that much of the success that our children will achieve will have to do with the discipline that we manage to instill in them. But this discipline must be based on love. When people ask me if discipline equals physical punishment, I will always answer the same thing. God will give each one his portion of wisdom to know how to raise his or her children. In my case, I have managed to identify mistakes ma made with my older children that I am now correcting with the younger ones. And something very important is to acknowledge and apologize for our mistakes, because only then will our children truly know that we love them. The Bible says that the father who corrects his son early loves him. This statement found in Proverbs 13, verse 24, deserves to be explored. Correcting is not only to reprimand in itself. Correction implies that you dedicate time with them and you do not simply ignore them and sit them in the front in front of the TV or video game console all day correction must be based on your example and it must be consistent i remember for years i took my oldest daughter every friday after school to have a coffee and a pastry. Since she was probably six or seven years old, all the way to her 18s. That type of love requires consistency. Now let's talk about how to bring children to Christ. This is a question with as many answers as there are people. But without a doubt, it will be your commitment that can convince them. The book of Acts says, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. There is no doubt that that promise that God makes us in His Word is for all of us. We must believe in Christ with all our hearts, but we must also be wise. Children need a space to be able to make mistakes. We cannot become implacable judges every single time they stumble, because otherwise... Far from inviting them 
into the arms of Jesus? We will be showing them a face of Jesus that he did not plan. Personally, that balance took me years, and there is no doubt that we have to constantly pray for wisdom to educate our children. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. This verse contains two parts that deserve to be highlighted. God asks us to pray for wisdom, and that invitation is not only for us, it is also for our children, and we must show them how to pray for wisdom. But just as important is the second part of the verse where he tells us, and without finding fault, it will be given to him. Just as God does not reproach us for anything, we have to be careful to forgive the mistakes of our children and not walk behind them constantly, reminding them of their mistakes, but show them forgiveness. Forgiveness that we will need it when we are the ones who make mistakes. When one of my children gets angry with me and decides to stop talking to me, I always remind them that this is a dangerous approach to adopt in life, because even though today it might be minutes or hours, one day when they are older and living on their own, it could be days, months, or even years. As we so sadly see in many families, simply due to the refusal to forgive mistakes that aid inevitably going to happen through our lives. There are no blameless paternity, but if our love is great in, greater than the number of mistakes we make, and we also learn to recognize these mistakes in front of our children, God will take care of showing our children the intention of our hearts. I want to end by thanking my children for their love and patience. To the two older ones, I want to tell them that today's episode has made me realize how many mistakes I made with them, but that I am also grateful with how great God has been to allow them to love me and forgive each of those mistakes I made. And to the little ones, that just as I have made a commitment to your older siblings to pray for wisdom and try to be the best father possibly, by filling them with time and love. I am completely committing to doing the exact same thing with you. To my listeners, I want to say that no matter how many times you have to forgive, apologize, and above all, love your children, 
never allow insurmountable cracks to form between you because your children are literally a gift from God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to send your comments to the email the word of God by M at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at the word of God by M. Thank you so much for your time and hopefully we will have a new message next week for you. Have a great day.